Before we get started, this is the interrogation room, not the debriefing center. Sorry, Colonel, is there something wrong? You're damn well what it is, this room. Oh, don't worry, just brought you in here for a little peace and quiet. You know, we don't want any rockets falling on top of us or anything. <laughs> That's right. You'll be right back to zero again. Where do we go from here? Well, that's up to you, really. Now, you said you had an urgent message for me. Now, what I'm going to tell you is bizarre, weird. What, that you want to press the button on the randomizer today? All right, I know how it sounds. You think of anything better? Uh, no, no, I literally cannot think of anything better. So please, Colonel Glenn Ross, today it's all up to you. Well, it should be interesting. This is the part we have to make look good. Absolutely. It's the most important part of the whole thing, after all. Yeah, it's got to be the right person, though. Otherwise, it makes no difference. Precisely. So, there's the printout. Perhaps you could tell us what we are watching today. The writing is reversed. Huh? Let me take a look. No, seems fine to me. Satisfied? Yes, well, I am. I think most people will be. Now, what do you see? Well, it's Stingray, and the episode is the... The Invaders in Colour. What the hell was that? Yeah, well, I'll tell you about him someday. Uh, okay. Well then, here's Stingray. The hell more do you want? So, welcome back to Stingray on the Randomizer, and uh, an episode that I find very interesting to talk about because I find there's lots I really enjoy with this episode, and uh, and some things that I think don't work. But we open with one of the things that really does work: this gorgeous model shot of uh, Wasp Weather Station Four, um, where this uh, this lonely chap is keeping an eye on the weather. And um, well, you don't need to be a, a trained weather person to uh, to know. You can probably hear by the sound effects and the music that. Uh, there's a bit of a storm going on out there, and it does look very nice. Marineville, and uh, this is Weather Station 4. Routine check call. Nothing to report. We had a heck of a storm, but it's all quiet now. Number 4, this is Marineville. Roger. Changing frequency. We'll be back on the air 0800 hours for next check. Good night. Good night, Marineville. And this guest, uh, this guest's character playing um, whatever the, the tower operative's name is i'm sure we'll find out at some point uh he looks very um he looks for stingray he looks quite convincingly human except his his mouth is very wide ah, that finishes that uh, i guess i'll turn in who was that somebody creeping up a ladder and this is a live action shot we're seeing uh well, someone's put on gold tights and black flippers but they've also put on gold rubber gloves and we were talking about this was it last week with with fireball um people putting on gloves to to make their flesh look puppet skin colored so whoever's posing for these live action shots has had to put gold gloves on to make his skin look gold this is very suspenseful especially because we don't actually see who are you the face of the person coming up the tower We just hear him advancing towards this poor guy, and then he gets thrown out the window, which is so brutal for this show. Uh, I don't know if he was thrown. It, it kind of looks like he jumped before the uh, alien could shoot him, and we're now seeing the the alien in all his uh, his glory, blowing up everything because he's such a naughty man. Oh yes, the, the um, tower operative's name is Carter. He's hauling himself out the water. That's just a sample of what you'll get, Carter, if you don't do what we say. 
What is it? What do you want me to do? First, our engineers plan a few changes to this place. And then, when they've finished, you'll call for Stingray. He's one of the uh, least heroic Carters of the Anderson universe. What's it all about? Just do as you're told. You'll soon find out. Oh, puppets being threatened by a live-action hand. Carter didn't say what it was all about, Troy, but you'd better take a look. It's weather station four. Okay, Atlanta. Will do. I'll be waiting for your report. Okay. We'll be there before you can say PWOR. Oh, and they are. Thanks to the miracle of jump cuts, they are there. Just look at this place. What happened? Well, it's a strange story, Captain. Okay, we're waiting. Let's hear it. I'm sorry, Captain, but I'm, I'm afraid you walked into a trap. And this is another very cool thing. In one night... What's going on? The aliens that took the tower have, um... have repurposed it so that it, uh... it can, um... well, survive a trip. Not only underwater, but beneath the seabed. Shooting me won't do any good, Captain. I... Once the machinery is set in motion, nothing can stop it. It's, uh... It's very, a very nice image. Of course, it means they've left Stingray all alone. Some nice, very nice effects work of the, uh... Pull down like we were in an elevator. The tower being dragged beneath the surface. They've even mounted it to a platform. They're very enterprising fellows, these aliens. Uh, in some ways, as we'll later discover, they are not 100% competent in, uh, in other, other respects. Oh, no, wait, Stingray won't be, uh... Unmanned. I, I believe Oink might be on board. I think this is the last episode that Oink is in, and he's he's in it very briefly. We must be going down into the center of the Earth. Again, we seem to spend a lot of our time in the center of the Earth, but yeah, he's right. I suppose because he's done it so often before, it's a it's a familiar experience to him being pulled down beneath a uh, an entry hatch in the seabed. It's a, it's a lovely model of the weather station, actually. We're getting some nice close-ups of it as it's dragged down this this crater. I believe it, it appeared in one or two other episodes later it's on. Stopped. And here they are. The evil aliens who've planned all this. Both of them. They have a very nice throne room. Welcome to our city, Captain. Deep in the bowels of the earth, we have been expecting you. Another city within the bowels of the earth. There's a lot of them in Stingray. Stingray from Tower. Still no answer, Atlanta. No. You'd better get the commander. I'll carry on calling. Oh, suddenly Stingray's hatch is open. From Tower. It wasn't before. I think that's stock footage. Yeah, there he is. Are you receiving me? There's the little grey goblin. Stingray. Oink, all alone on Stingray. Which doesn't seem like a good idea. What happened, Atlanta? Stingray was on patrol, sir, when we had this emergency call from Weather Station 4. Then contact the Weather Station. Well, I have, sir. We can't reach them, either. Okay, so your scheme for getting us here worked. What now? There is no need to take that attitude, Captain Tempest. <laughs> we would like to feel that you are our friend. Friends? Gee, what do you do to your enemies? Uh, we hope that you will never fall into that category, landman. But you will, if you continue your warlike ways. This is a very, very nice looking throne room. I also noticed there's a table there. 
with uh, what looks like a, a copy of Marina's dress and some necklaces. I don't know what that's about. When we question your captain... I can't imagine that belongs to either of these gentlemen. What happens after that? If we are satisfied, you are free to go. Please do not blame Carter for your predicament. We regret it. But we had to force him to help us. We threw him through a window. It's our way of establishing trust and cooperation. Do you believe their story, Troy? I mean about capturing us to see if we're planning to invade them. Oh, it's pretty incredible to me. But let's see what happens. It has worked perfectly so far. Yes, they will suspect nothing. We will question Troy Tempest while he sits in this chair. The brain reading chair. Oh yes, that's what that chair is. I'd forgotten. Please explain to me in detail what it does. From him will enable us to capture Marineville, the first step in our conquest of the Earth. Then the whole of the Turanian race will be stamped out. Yep, it's, it's a rather a sort of uh, underpants gnomes style plan in that they've leaped from, uh, from stage one to stage three rather quickly. Take over Marineville, and then we'll just sort of conquer the Earth somewhere after that. The Deuteranians had no thought of invading us. Of course I stick by it. It's the truth. Very well. Now about Marineville. Is there a sea entrance? That's secret information. I can't answer. This is a lovely idea that um, Troy is involuntarily giving up Marineville secrets. If you don't wish to answer, you don't have to. In the case He's sat in the chair. Attacked. What happens? Or is that secret too? Every time they ask him a question, you can save yourself. The answer is being flashed up on a great big screen behind him. It, I mean, it does make him look a bit dopey, especially as these there's these long periods of silence between him answering and them asking the next question. But uh, they're getting all the info they need. Let's see the ocean door and Marineville's battle stations mode. That's all right, Captain Tempest. You have been most cooperative. You've told us all we want to know. Mwahaha. <laughs> oh, no, we're supposed to be nice people. To Stingray. Meanwhile, Oinks fired off several dozen Sting missiles at nothing in particular. You didn't answer any of the questions, did you, Troy? Of course I didn't. Sure seemed to give up pretty easy, considering all the trouble they went to in the first place. You guys can think what you like of me. I let you down badly, I know that, but I tell you one thing. I don't trust them. Yeah. Being thrown through a window will do that to you. But the question is, what? We are ready. Our subterranean travel cylinder is standing back. Good. Oh. The brain-reading machine worked perfectly. Brain-reading machines, subterranean travel cylinders, these guys have got everything. And we have the element of surprise on our side. They will never expect an invasion from beneath the ground. <laughs> Indeed not. Alert our men. The what men, sir? Marineville! There is just you and me. I, I wonder if they actually got weather stationed for back. I just don't believe it. Don't worry, I didn't tell them anything. That goes without saying, Captain. Because now, obviously, the Wasps know that there is a tunnel directly to the enemy base beneath Weather Station 4. Did they... I know they let everybody go, including Carter. Did they destroy it afterwards? I, I don't know. Just doesn't add up. But I've got a hunch it means trouble. Well, I'm taking no chances. Atlanta? Sir? Sound launch stations. It's something I actually like about this episode, despite the fact that I, I'm sure it, it does work against it in the long run, is uh, these aliens are so, have hatched 
really grand plans that they are just so... Stingray launch, stage one. Right. Sound battle stations. Dazzling in their audacity and, uh, and the sheer... Well, doing that overnight work on, on Weather Station 4 to turn it into a... Not only to take it beneath the surface, but to take it beneath the the ocean bed is just... They're, they're brilliant. With their subterranean travel cylinders. They, I, I find them a lot of fun. They are completely insane, but I find them a, a great deal of fun. Battle stations completed, sir. Good. Whatever the danger, we're ready for it. Now all we do is wait. I just noticed that there's a, a food dispenser machine in Marineville, and one of the buttons is marked fruit. It doesn't give you a choice of fruit, it will just present you with anything. It's been nearly four hours, Troy. It's another reason I hope we can get this uh, this show in HD soon. I want to see what... Uh, is, we're going to see some action. Yeah. What else they can eat in Marineville. We can't stay at battle stations forever. Yeah, Commander Shore has got a tough decision on his hands. This also may be a bit of an overreaction on Shaw's part. It's not like two aliens being a bit suspicious. Do we carry on waiting? Hasn't cropped up before, and they haven't quite gone to this level of uh, of, of battle stations before, to the extent that they're prepared to just lock themselves underground indefinitely. This is Commander Shaw. But of course, being underground. All personnel are to remain in their quarters for a further period of four hours. Shaw didn't count on them having a subterranean travel cylinder. And it's there. They've arrived in Marineville. We are in Marineville. Our first objective, the control tower. This is a very nice shot as well. Um, making use of the, the, the stock footage of Marineville underground. And the aliens have come up in just the right spot to, uh, to see the tower from that vantage point. And there we go. Get a nice back projection shot of that stock footage as they, uh... It is exactly as the brain reader showed us. As they waddle out and look at it. So the Stingray crew are... are at sea. They're on standby. In the tower, everyone's waiting. Control tower. Unauthorized personnel, keep out. We'd better not go in. It's only wasp personnel and small children allowed in there. We'll remain at battle stations for another half hour. We can't keep this up. Just have to rely on extra patrols. Yeah, they'll be running out of groceries in the Marineville supermarket, which we know is a thing. Stay right where you are. Ah, that's it. They're in the control tower. We shall kill you. Okay, now. Walk slowly to that wall. For Atlanta. Keep away from the control. Has flipped the talk to Stingray lever so the Stingray crew can hear what's going on. All of you. Troy, that voice on the radio. Yeah. It's one of the characters that captured us. They must be in the control room, and someone's flicked the switch. So these aliens have now got Shaw, Atlanta, and Fisher. No harm will come to you if you obey my orders. You don't stand a chance of getting away with this. <laughs> don't we, Commander? We know exactly how Marineville works. Troy Tempest told us everything. Okay, phones. Now we know the score. Let's get back to Marineville. Right, Troy. <laughs> Nobody's going to question the fact that, uh, that Troy told them. Even he isn't like, what? Oh. Don't look so shocked, Commander. You see, we used a brain-reading machine. Captain Tempest did not betray you intentionally. So that's what they were up to. This is a nice shot as well of, of Troy and phones from above. 
as the old uh, heroic Stingray theme plays. We are in luck. All our craft are at sea. Uh -huh. Right. Keep the ocean door closed. Did you hear that, Troy? Quiet. We've got to find out what they're up to. You seem very confident of your success. And why shouldn't we? Our invasion is planned to the last detail. Even the best laid plans go wrong. You and the commander are the only ones who know we are in the control tower. I'm here too. Shut up, Lieutenant. Invade. They are already on the move. Ah yes, the non-existent backup troops, which uh, again is something that uh, I have to call into question. We haven't seen any. Our invading force is approaching. We'll never see any. We don't see any indication that anything is approaching Marineville. But uh, yeah, there's supposedly a whole invasion force. Just uh, any moment they're going to turn up. Open ocean door. But when they do, oh. But uh, no, no sign of them. And uh, Trine phones can't open the ocean door. It's not opening. Oh, they must have jammed the remote control mechanism. And a newly shot footage of the ocean door. I think it's the first time since the pilot they would have shot any new footage to the ocean door as uh missiles but the explosions could block the tunnel troy yeah but we'll have to take our chance troy and phones prepare to blow up the entrance to the tunnel i like the way as well this episode actually uses marineville marineville's established sort of settings and fixtures to uh to create its story fire one even though it's only the ocean door, you know, you do feel a little bit of sort of, oh, they blew up a regular part of the show. Not yet, we haven't. You've still got to stop that fearsome invasion force. The alarm! Look, something's entering the tunnel. And that something is Stingray. Yay. Okay, the little game's over, gentlemen. Your invading force won't get far now. No. It takes exactly three minutes for Troy to get from the pen to the control tower. You may as well surrender. Commander, we have 80,000 men and you have Troy Tempest. Easily. Now move quickly to the standby room. And no tricks. Although, knowing Stingray aliens as we do, their invading force is probably three people maximum. And maybe a, a couple more guns. It's also interesting as well, I'm sure Shaw keeps a gun in his hover chair. He might have been able to, uh... Open number one hatch phones. Bring down injector tubes and fast. To pull that out. the control tower. Number one hatch and injector tubes. But the aliens have more important matters on their mind as they move to the standby lounge. Oh, and Troy and Phone's leaving Stingray. That's a rare shot. Commander, not a word or you'll all die. Yeah, they've taken Shaw, Atlanta and Fisher. Our only chance of escape, Commander. For some reason, Fisher, who has said nothing since the aliens arrived... Coming is bound and gagged because uh, I guess they thought Fisher was a threat to their plans drop those guns gentlemen if we die your people will go with us you're fighting a losing game we'll decide that Troy Tempest now get out of those chairs both of you at once they mean business Troy Dave tied up Fisher in some sort of strange bondage ritual. I don't know what that's about. Thinking but. of doing anything foolish. Remember, when we get into Stingray, your traitress of the sea, Marina, will be with us. Or had you thought it had escaped our notice that she was still on board? That's quite a point. And we'll have oink as well, but nobody cares. The next time. Troy, what are you doing? 
This is Troy calling Stingray. They're gonna make away with Stingray. Once if you do. Now listen, there's not much time. Do exactly as I say. The aliens are coming down to Stingray on the injector seats. A marina is submerging Stingray. So that when the tubes enter the pen, again, this is more clever use of the established Marineville setup. Now the uh, the Stingray pen. Yep, here they go. Stingray, it's gone. Ha! So we drop the puppets into the water. I think one of their heads just did a, a complete 180 there. Well, by the sound of it, Marina made it okay. <laughs> Guess that's the end of their invasion. As uh, I said earlier, even the best laid plans can go wrong. Yep, there we go. That's our fearsome enemies reduced to uh, lolling around in the water shrieking. Because, you know, if there's one thing underwater aliens wouldn't be able to do is swim. And uh, because their their leaders got a bit wet, that... Uh, that knocks the whole invasion thing on the head. Needless to say, their their invasion force, their fearsome invasion force, which was just almost there. Um, I don't know. They must have turned back. No idea what happened there. Everybody just assumes that's it. All done. And that was the invaders. And I think you can tell by the way I've been talking about it that uh, I actually find this one great fun. I wouldn't say that it's one of the best episodes because um, there are quite a few plot holes in the script like specifically where on earth this massive invasion force goes at the end but it is it is endearingly loopy there's some oh dennis spooner right there's some fun ideas at work here i i like that the marineville that, that they actually get into marineville the the invaders they at times they feel one or two steps ahead of our regulars which is nice and fun unfortunately they're just they hatch all these loopy plans and it's all for nothing because basically their own uselessness works against them in the end so it's as a stingray episode it's it's nothing spectacular it's not one of the greats i think this is a bit of a guilty pleasure i uh, i enjoy it for the fact that it is so lovably daft and silly